0: Even this new place yet. Something. What is, what's the word? Lazy. Not well. Yes, there's that. Incompetent. Lazy and incompetent. But I'm, I'm generally just, hideous. I'm uh, <laughs> woefully I slow. I can't. I can't think of the word. Painfully, painfully misshapen. I'm just too dis. Uh, Combobulated. Disorganized. Yeah. Dis something.
1: This is the CouchCast Geek Shock, Geek number 65. Shock. I Yay. am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlark. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And yeah, that's a new name you just heard there. We Geek are no Shock. longer CouchCast. We are Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Because so, I'm shocked at how geeky Paul Mattingly is. Yes, we all are. Pretty geeky. But then again, pot and kettle, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Now, yeah. we uh, There's too many CouchCasts out there of varying degrees, and... Uh, we wanted something that was unique, our own, and yes, we sit on our ugly couch and do this show, but that doesn't describe
2: what we do. It's shocking how long we've been doing this show. It is. It's this is uh, this is episode sixty-five,
1: is uh, episode seventy of the Ugly Couch Show just aired. The uh, Gaming Expo one. If you haven't seen that yet, I right. highly recommend it. My personal favorite show. Oh, so funny.
0: yeah, it's it's a good episode. It Turned out real nice. Worst episode Dude ever. ever. I like the geek, actually the no, tunes. it's pretty good. It's I like pretty the
1: good. Yeah, that all in the background, it's, uh, it really captured. Well, it was live right yeah. from there. it was compute her. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really captured everything. Thank
0: you again, Paul, for turning me on to that. We need to put a link up to her on the front page because she's the bomb diggity. She was pretty darn good. There it is. Compute her is the bomb diggity.
3: An eight-bit weapon, pretty spiffy. They're pretty good too. It's part of them. Yeah.
1: And last week we gave you all homework. Go out, do something geeky. I already got plenty of reports back. One guy checked out uh, uh, the Dark Sun universe. And Michael got stuff. One person l- watched the entire season, the first season of Dexter, or second season? No, first season for the very first time. Red, Ooh. no blue. Ah. So yeah, so there. So I know it's it's happening out there. You're uh, you're embracing it, and we appreciate it. Right. I beat for the two end.
0: video games this week. What? Which, oh, I gotta you know. Made a video game? Wait, two. What? Hold two. the phone.
1: All right, this we have to know. Which, which? Two? I finished off Resident
0: Evil Five. Okay, long time coming. Dude, I can't and, have, uh, did that a long time ago. Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light.
1: Oh, the the uh, new one is really you good. You like it? Really good. Very different uh, style for that game. It's great though, but it works. Excellent game. Is it kind of? Does it have loot?
0: Very limited. It's more. Um, it's more Diablo without loot. Can, can you, you buy like, real oh, estate? I don't know. Can no. you do what the hell? Can you do Diablo without loot? No, yeah, yeah, it's like loot. it's like Diablo if it had more Smash TV sensibilities. Oh, okay, I can I
1: can get behind that. I
3: like Borderlands because it reminded me of Diablo. And that's so true. Oh. I like Borderlands. Borderlands
1: was awesome. I bought it twice. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what? Wait, how did you buy Borderlands what? twice? Uh,
3: for, yeah, first how had you buy Borderlands did twice. Second, why are you farting on? Thank Borderlands?
1: Thank you very much. I I re- bought the original. Xbox 360 version, and then I bought the uh, PC version with all the download content. Okay, uh,
2: that's valid. Okay. Now,
0: why fart? I just didn't like it. I don't, but I can't play games on PC. So, oh, it's very. There's certain games I can play on. But PC. what about the why? Xbox? I didn't play the Xbox version. So well, there's it might well, f- have been more fun.
1: You, you want to borrow mine? I, I'm not using it right now. Maybe. See. Maybe it could. It could be a winner.
3: What's your problem with PC games?
0: I just find it really hard to control and configure, and I get frustrated. Really? There's I get so many frustrated. More buttons. I get frustrated with all the technical stuff. I don't, that's why I'm. I like limits. Limit the buttons. Limit your buttons. I cannot have a hundred possible inputs. Oh, me lose for my someone
3: who is so brilliant with improv,
0: that's not improv. Yeah, so
3: that, that surprises me. <laughs> that's that's not like imp- the opposite well, no. of improv. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consider, <laughs> improv is something you have to think on your feet. You have to think very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yet you get all that stuff in front of you. You can't think quickly.
0: Well, let me tell you my video game improv analogy. Okay. okay. So. When early players start to get into improv, they want to do everything in the world, right? You, yeah. Every scene is going to be the awesomest, bestest, greatest, coolest thing in the world. That's, of course, not going to happen. And the reason is because they want to throw everything and the sandbox into this scene, you know? There's, right. there's a Every million different ideas. Um, Less is more. They all. It turns out that, um, you know, and then these players also want to be. They play very politely with each other. And so waiting on each other's ideas and waiting on each other's suggestions to get things going. What you have to get is who, what, and where. Okay, those are the three key building blocks of any successful scene. You need at least two of those legs to stand on. Three, it makes it better. Establishing those quickly and concretely feels at first counterintuitive to I'm open to anything. Let's see what we can make here in this big, open, wide, crazy world type thinking. But what you're doing is you're actually laying down key simple parameters so that you can then advance and have a platform to move forward from. And the analogy that I like to use is Street Fighter versus Killer Instinct. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I'm so, all ears. So, this is my analogy. So, you know Killer Instinct, right? Oh yeah, play Killer Instinct. Okay. So, what Major is combo. it combo? What is Ultra it? A, combo? It's all the crazy combo inputs that aside. The the simple thing is when you're playing Killer Instinct, it's a fighting game, two-dimensional fighting game. When you're playing against uh, another opponent, you can walk backwards, and the background rotates, right? Yeah. It rotates 360 degrees. It continually rotates. So if you wanted to, you could constantly go back and just keep walking backwards, and your opponent could follow you and follow you and follow you and never make contact with you aside from perhaps throwing the occasional projectile. But you could, you could, in theory, walk backwards, rotating, until time ran out and nothing would happen. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Game is over. All right. In Street Fighter, you start to move backwards. You will come to a point in the screen. Yes, it will rotate for a bit, but then there is a definite cutoff point, an end of the screen, right? A corner yeah. where, where combat conflict will have to happen mm-hmm. because there are established and clear parameters. Well, it feels counterintuitive, you think the open world should be more you of a be creative able to go space, right? You can go anywhere, do anything, right? But, but that's when not you, the point. It's, the, it's a fighting game. Well, you need not that. only that, but once you actually lay down some concrete barriers, that's when the interesting stuff happens. Yeah, because a game needs parameters. So this is the thing, though, and that's why you have to have clearly established concrete ideas that you... You throw out there, you assume stuff about the other player, and you say it. And you make it the reality of the scene instantly, quickly, without thinking about, oh, I wonder if he thinks this is a good idea. Oh, maybe I should ask this in the form of a question and see if we can agree on shit. Fuck that. You've got to make clear statements that say your point of view so that you can then start. That's when you can start but that you know but this is the thing you have too many options with a multiple button configuration system too many places to possibly go <laughs> here it comes a around a person like me a person like me gets confused and goes what should i do now and i just go uh er, er blee. and instead of enjoying the game my brain is going off on a thousand other tangents and possibilities of what i could have been doing what i might have been doing what i should have been doing and uh, until like if i can't uh, know my way around the system really elegantly and and feel like i i am in full control then i can't enjoy the game and that's why i struggle even with something as basic as starcraft because i just get like ugh, i can't do all these hotkey shit i just ugh. you know you can program your own buttons right that's what i but still that's even difficult <laughs> that's even a pain in my butt
3: yeah if you don't know hotkeys you're screwed
0: i want you know six buttons is pushing it <laughs> that's it that's where I draw the line. If you so, and there's you're WASD is, right there.
3: Yeah. Two bounce buttons. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. WASD and the mouse buttons. We only know this other shit. That's what I like. So, what I like Paul's first-person shooters. Is, I think what Paul's telling us is that he while he is indeed a brilliant improviser and uh, he can function well on
0: a stage, it's because there's very because you only have the equivalent of six
1: buttons. Yes.
0: It's because <laughs> I've spent the time to learn how to use my six buttons well, I know what the fuck I'm doing up there. <laughs> that yeah. seventh button. Well, but that you're makes sense. Once, once,
1: it. once your world is finite, you know where to go from there because you know where you have been.
0: Exactly. So exactly. That's that's the key. That's and that really is the key for early improvisers to understand and embrace that you must create finite and con- somewhat confined uh, environments in which to play, so that then your scene does become richer and more interesting. It grows from that place, but without that starting block of this is what you can and cannot do there's no place to go
3: well that yeah. actually helps you in starcraft because what you do is you don't micromanage you limit what it is the part of the game that you're actually playing and you play a certain game while your opponent's playing another
0: yeah no i realize that and, and there's and there's all that philosophy to it but that's something like i look at that game and i'm like that's a year of my life <laughs> and i don't have a year of my life to dedicate to do this well and I- if i I totally posit suck another it. theory,
3: okay. actually, right. and it, you know what? In keeping with your uh, theory of managing things and making things simpler, I posit that you just suck at video games. There is that. There is that theory popping around there. That's getting, very that's, simple. That theory is Once gaining some ends, traction
0: in certain circles. I've heard that's that around, the, around the internet. It's <laughs> actually
3: you just suck.
0: <laughs> it depends. It, d- it does depend on the game, but I'm not. I'm not a, uh, a savant at games any, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But I well, love. Well, you're them.
2: the first part of that.
0: I do love them, though. I do love them. <laughs> by the it way, is. folks, you can send
2: your checks for your improv 101 lesson that you just got to the Ugly Couch Show,
0: right. Or Or free lesson from the masters, way, I well, see it. Come sign yeah. up. Come sign up for my my workshop this weekend, <laughs> Saturday the fourth. At the uh, Erotic Heritage Museum. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not what you think. It is don't just, ask him about any real-time strategy. It's just improv. It's no, just folks, sponsored by
2: RubberWang.com. It is what you think. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by RubberWang. Good
1: folks
0: at RubberWang.com. Ah, <laughs> oh,
2: RubberWang.
1: RubberWang.com. You. you know, they they, uh, they, build, they, uh, they pay for all of our, our necessary goods. So That's if,
3: true. You should really check out RubberWang.com. So... We're not the type of people to be corporate shills, but hey... Rubberwang.com, it's what's for dinner. Is that going to be like our yeah, World Wide Pants? The show.
0: That could be like our yeah. World Wide Pants Art Incorporation, Rubberwang.com. 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 The ultimate website on the internet. We need to just make some more ridiculous gifs so it cycles through like four or five different gifs. <laughs> gifs. 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 Uh-oh. Gifs.
3: You're going to argue this with me? Huh? With me? <laughs> I, I was told. Whatever you say, choosy mom.
0: choosy webmasters, choose programmers, Barry's a choosy mom. Google it. <laughs> Google this. <laughs> Google your mom. <laughs> Google this tiny wiener. <laughs>
1: all right, <laughs> all right. Let's get on the show news. You don't give a shit about. Yes. <laughs> Just a few things, few items. Not cool. not a lot, but uh, uh, awesomeness reminders. Huh.
3: Awesomeness Reminders? I don't need a reminder to tell me I'm awesome. It is I look a... in the mirror and go, Damn! Oh, that's some awesome. That was very, yeah.
2: Is that like the, uh, the picture of Captain Kirk saying, I can't hear you over how awesome I am? something
1: <laughs> like awesome? that? Because oh, yeah. Awesomeness Reminders <laughs> is a $10 a month service oh, Lord. that consists of a person calling you every day to say, You're awesome. And say generally <laughs> positive things and wish you a happy day. Zach Burt, the site's founder, assures us that it's actually real. Burt began by making all the calls himself before enlisting his roommate to help out. The company hired its first outside caller on Friday. There are already 305 subscribers. Holy crap! According to awesomenessreminders.com. They recommend it as a gift for yourself, a friend, or your child. That's, Good god For lack
3: of a better term <laughs> Awesome
1: No It's <laughs> yes, not
2: that, It's the yes. same thing as that whole life coaching bullshit that's out there Which by the yeah. way was an actual episode of bullshit Penn and Teller did a
3: thing life on, coaching. on the, the life yeah. coaching Well I know life coaching is bullshit But this just boils it down This is like Stuart Smalley's uh, What are those? Uh, the uh, deep thoughts. Deep
2: no. And oh a, no! A daily affirmation. Daily yeah, I'm
0: good enough. I'm smart enough. And, and doggone, doggone it, it people, people, like, people like,
2: me. like me. You know, it just pisses me off. because like, it, you needs to pay ten dollars a month to have somebody call you up and say,
1: "Dude, you're awesome. You're doing an awesome job. Keep at it." Apparently, so far, three hundred five people uh, love that. Now let's let's break that down. That that means so far thirty five thousand bucks. But no, not uh, for every, uh, 3, 000, $3, 000, 10 dollars a pop. For a month, he's what? not
3: good at math either,
1: folks. What? Just,
2: I just think oh, it sounds, ten dollars
1: a month. I thought it was ten dollars a
0: day. Oh my, God. that would that would be amazing. Or wait, I just, I, no, I thought it was ten. Okay, no, I don't know what I'm thinking.
2: I just think it sounds like it's if if somebody needs that kind of daily affirmation, I, I think that's a sign or at least a symptom of a deeper neurosis. You know what that's it is? All I'm
3: saying it's you this. Know? It's it's ego stroking. It's the type of thing where I would get that and have it ring at a certain time of day and go. Oh, hey, would you get that for me? Oh, well, yeah, uh, I'm just calling to say that Barry's totally awesome. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah. I go,
1: oh, well, who was that? And what did they have to say about me? This uh-huh. sounds like something I would buy for one of you guys. Just you know what? You could buy
2: the stupid Karate Kid soundtrack and just play it. <laughs> like, you're the best around. No one's going to keep you that's down. It's great
1: if that's the background music during no. the call. God, God no. no. Yeah. Oh, no. It, would be, it would
3: be good for, like, one or two laughs. At a party, like, oh, Barry's getting his call. Hey, would you would like to repeat to them what you just told me? Uh, yes, uh, sir, you are awesome. But then, I'd forget about it, I'd block the number, but I would just forget to not renew my, I would forget to cancel my subscription, and then just suck ten bucks out of my account every month.
1: Well, well I think it's, you get yeah. a daily reminder that it's actually going on. It's gonna over, it's gonna... <laughs>
0: Out, outgrow itself and he's going to have to put it all on automated systems and it's going to be like auto dial stuff be, hello this is a large chested lady <laughs> with pretty hair telling you you are great enjoy your day awesome person
2: and then Deb sees I have the big bill breasts, smacks you upside smacks the back me. of the head why are you money and he on says this? jackass why are you wasting money on this
1: <laughs> it's only 10 bucks a month
2: <laughs> it's not worth it. that's 120 bucks a year that it's... he could be putting towards something else
1: well, who says you have to get it you know on a yearly basis? You this can get it for a, a month. This uh-huh. is a good thing.
3: This is a good thing, and I'll no. tell you why this is a good thing. Uh. Tell because me why. It, not for itself, because it's generally a shitty idea, but... It's good for people like me who have other ideas and think, oh, well, that'll never make any money. Why am I wasting my time? No one's going to want to hire an improv ninja to attack you during a first date so that you can fend your fend off the ninjas and impress your date. I would
0: That's buy that, actually. Idea. That's a funny idea. That's a great idea. It's a really funny idea. You should, you should, I should do this. You should try and market that. That'd be really funny. Uh, if that thing can work... So can my idea? It could be. Well, you know, Raw went to that ninja restaurant in Japan. Wow. Where oh, they, did where they theme
1: he? That all out? Oh. Yeah. If you Good. don't know, out there there is a ninja restaurant in Japan where you have your meal, and during the meal, like ninjas come out, pop through windows, and and threaten you menacingly, and disappear. And...
3: Atakaku!
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Right. how, went you, how to do that? you see it's them, They're ninjas? <laughs> they they brief appearance then. Oh.
2: Yeah, I, I keep getting promised pictures and video footage of this trip, and as of yet, I've
0: seen nothing. I think yeah. I saw it on the Travel well, they got Channel. A bunch of pictures up. They got a bunch of pictures up on their website.
2: No, I'm talking about Rawl and Travis showing yeah. me stuff.
0: No, they got a bunch of pictures up on their website.
2: Okay, I'm not aware that they have a
3: website. <laughs>
2: well,
0: it's even. up on. It's I work on, with the
3: guy, and I I don't know this.
0: Oh, oh, it's up on uh, photo book. Dude, bucket, check out
3: my pictures from NinjaRestaurant.com.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've all heard. We've all heard of it. What? Slash
3: Jeff as a tool. Move
1: on. What else have you got? Well, this this one I wasn't sure how to categorize it, because at one point it sounds like a really cool idea, and at the other point it sounds like a really bad idea. All right? Okay. All right. You this, could probably put it this, in the right category. There's a place called uh, <laughs> Snakes and Lattes. Snakes
2: and right? Lattes? a
1: Toronto cafe, it combines board games, sippy drinks, and a relaxing atmosphere. It opened in Toronto's Koreatown with a couple of gimmicks. Firstly... It has over 1,500 board games available for use.
3: Okay, so so I'm far,
1: pretty awesome. Secondly, it doesn't offer free Wi-Fi like most modern cafes, but nor does it allow customers to bring laptops. "Quote: I just don't want people staring at their screens," says Bed Castine. You know what?
3: Uh, so far, I'm on board with that.
1: Another rule for the pros and cons is a Castine's policy that separate smaller groups will be forced to combine into larger groups. A game is not meant to be played by two, is his reasoning. So you know what? If there's two groups, well, then you just make them play together.
3: Well, um, that's interesting.
1: So you can't... Well, just don't bring a date. Don't expect a lone romantic time yeah. in the game room, I guess, is what it comes down to.
0: I heard that place smells like farts. Uh. Why, 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 did, why did they think it smelled like farts? Uh, oh, I'm just talking smack. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Speaking so, of snakes... Hate I I think- you, Mattingly. Huh? Hate you, oh, Mattingly. my
0: snake video. What, what happened? Oh, a, friend, snake video. a friend, your friend and mine, Laura, sent uh, a snake video up on the, the Facebook, All right. and uh, I really got a nice giggle out of it, so I posted it up on my site again, and, you know, it's not like I virally sent it to anyone. You have to actively look at my site and <laughs> click on my <laughs> picture to, to Well, if to you're a friend, it. it pops up
2: in your Facebook Yeah, it pops up team. in
0: there. Well, if you, uh, yeah, but uh, you don't have to look at it. But people do. Ha <laughs> 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 it's ha. It's one, it's one of those simple ones. It's like build up, build up. woogie woo. A little, <laughs> little shock ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Bit,
1: it got me good. And, I and, was impressed. And finally, this one goes uh, out to you, Barry. I think you're going to appreciate this one the most. Okay. News you don't give a shit about. With, this is directly from their website, by the way. This isn't news reporting. This is a full on uh, click. Paste. All right. Click paste. Yeah, click paste. Is that what that's called? It's well, that's what I use. With Mojo Wejo, what uh-huh. a what? You can Mojo Wejo with someone in the same room. Mojo Wejo with someone over the internet, or Mojo Wejo by yourself. Uh-huh. How does Mojo Wejo work? The device is attached to the accessory port on a Nintendo Wii remote control. The control is then connected to a Bluetooth-enabled PC running Mojo Wijo software. Using Mojo Wijo's patent-pending Motion to Vibration technology, oh the device is able to transform the varying motions of the control into appropriate vibration signals and send them to another selected device in the same room or over the internet. So Wii co- gaming console is not required. Oh. Essentially turning your Wii remotes into shared remote control vibrators.
0: I saw <laughs> that. I didn't know what it was. I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> well
3: so, how does that even work? Because you know, if I'm in one room and someone else is in another and they got the vibrator and I got the thing and I'm like
0: you have a, a, making jabbing motions with it. It won't jab in and out though, it's not that powerful. It'll just go burr, yeah, burr, burr. Burr. it yeah,
1: it'll, it'll uh, I actually have no idea what it'll do. Although I guess
0: joke. if the device itself has some kind of internal motor that it, could make it do it's more It's an things. interesting looking
1: device. There there's two. There's one that's that kind of uh rounded one knob like looking thing. Ding-dong. But the other one has kind of like a, pincher a claw. Pincher claw. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of frightening, but yeah. <laughs> it hangs from the titty, I understand. <laughs> it's not any
0: different than it grabs the than... Off. it just hangs from the titty and vibrates. <laughs> it's not
2: any different than the the, the old remote controlled vibrating panties where, you know. Yeah, no, you,
1: I you think it's the
0: damn thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. But but thing.
1: this one can be used over the internet. We had the re- oh
0: boy, yeah. you? the Res <laughs> Trans Vibrator, <laughs> whatever.
1: So yeah, That's... and hey, you know what? The, you want to try one? V- Devices in final stages of development. Mojo Wejo will be running a beta test program and are currently taking applications for beta testers. Please sign up at the Mojo Wejo website to be considered to obtain a free device in exchange for your feedback. <laughs> I got a
3: beta test for you. Take your phone. Drop it in your pants. Have someone call you. <laughs> Mojo Wejo.
1: That's right. Well, I used to know a girl in college getting, that
3: did that. Oh, my God. This
1: is
0: getting you closer to uh, having, you know, a real doll with proper um, servos in her so that some whore on the internet can Take virtually link up and become... Your robo slut. I thought they already <laughs>
2: had that in Japan—the the life-like sex doll. They have lifelike that, sex dolls, that, but that, they don't have like, lifelike sex dolls that actually do stuff. Yeah, that, they're animated. under the they control talk. of
0: another living human. Uh, okay, well no. you know via remote access. These this are is why these are I computer controlled. This
3: hall, I mean, sorry, connect is important because it's the first step in this sort of thing. Because as soon as the uh, as soon as the Xbox Connect can read the motions of you and. Translate that out into an avatar on the screen moving with very fine uh, dexterity. it could easily instead of controlling an animated character control a robot body somewhere
1: well that's already out there actually that exists very but expensively, with, but it's there yeah,
3: but with very Fine manipulation. Yes, yes. we saw
0: examples of that in Short Circuit One and Two. Thank you very much. Uh, And that is a sexy beast of a robot, right there. And that's how hand job accidents happen. Yep. Put that tire tread right on your sack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Johnny Five tore off your sack. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Five ran over your wiener. Hey. Oh my! <laughs> oh no, Jennifer! Don't to be touching my penis that hard. Oh no! He wasn't even Indian. <laughs> he wasn't even an Indian. <laughs> he was in the equivalent of blackface. That's terrible. I think his <laughs> name. <laughs> I think his name was actually John Runningwater, and he was technically <laughs> Feather Not Dot, but he was still playing within the realm of Indian.
2: Fisher Stevens was not a freaking.
0: <laughs> 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 but they oh, native. Fisher American. Fisher Stevens, yeah, that's his Anglo
1: name. <laughs> John Runningwater. John Runningwater. But the <laughs> name was Runs with assholes. Runs with assholes. They <laughs> couldn't know. have done part two without him. Yeah, My turn. yeah that's true. Yeah. They shouldn't have done part two at all. But no.
0: <laughs> Was Steve
3: Good in input, no. no. Well, that's why it failed.
0: Johnny Five <laughs> broke your wiener. Supposedly, they
2: were like that, supposed is, to be transitional scenes. Is, is for that the, the only genuine?
1: only movie made worse by not having John Gutenberg in it? Steve Gutenberg. Steve. Guttenberg. That's what I said. <laughs> Steve. Who cares? Steve. Running water. Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> we know his John. Secret. John Gutenberg is his younger brother. He <laughs> looks a lot like him. Use him for stand-ins. <laughs> and that's all the shit news I got. So uh, let's do weekend gig. Yeah, if we're into Steve Gutenberg, we got to move on. Yeah, we've already hit a low point. All right. <laughs> so here's a here's a high point. The highest selling title on Xbox Live's Indie Label, just surpassing three hundred thousand downloads. Try out the park. John Silva's I Made a Game with Zombies Zombies in It. it. Yes!
3: I called it. I said that
1: was going to be big. It's a good game. It's branching out its brand to several high-end companies. First, Silva's Ska Studios have announced a partnership with a clothing retailer Hot Topic to produce a fan design t-shirt scheduled for release this September. The shirt will only be available through Hot Topic's online store. In addition, the game's famous theme song is seeing a release for the Rock Band Network. Yeah. Playable <laughs> on the Xbox 360 versions of Harmonix Rock Band games, the song will retail for the same cost as the game itself. $1. You're going to buy it. Players eager to demonstrate their skill at the song can it. upload Who performances wouldn't? to YouTube for their chance to be awarded prizes. <laughs> we're doing this. I am so buying no, that to song. dress up like
3: zombies and do it. That's fine. We're going to make a band right here, and we're going to do it.
1: So, yes, local boy done good, wherever that locality was called. Right said, undead Fred. Right <laughs> <laughs> said, undead Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
1: With the backlash against its required eyewear almost as strong as it, a deterrent as its price, electronics companies have found it difficult to market the current model of 3D TVs to the public. Oh, yeah. Too expensive. In an approach similar to Nintendo's 3DS... In fact, using the exact same technology on a larger surface, Toshiba has responded to this problem by developing the first line of 3D TVs not to require any sort of glasses. Huh? Set for a pre-Christmas release in Japan, the line consists of three models, each projecting a light wide spectrum, allowing multiple users to enjoy the stereoscopic effect from multiple angles without eyewear. On a more technical level... The technology uses what is referred to as a multi-parallax method of display and helps achieve the 3D effect over 30-degree viewing angle. It's also rumored to reduce eye stress and shift the 3D image depending on the viewer position. That's crazy. So That's the only way that technology
0: is ever going to work.
1: By the way, we all have to go
0: see Piranha 3D. I uh, yes. want it. Let's do it tonight. Underwater naked ballet. Let's just go.
3: Naked ballet. Yeah, let's just do let's it. Don't, it.
1: Don't tempt me. Do, Come on, let's do it. We'll uh, find it. I'm sure there's a midnight showing. Let's, perhaps. Let's just do it. Only one life. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Only one life. Only one life. Only one life. that I have to spend editing this show afterwards.
0: <laughs> I gotta get up in the morning. Your mom's gotta get up in the morning. Not really. Get my, make she can my just breakfast stay right there in bed. Yeah, make she all does. The money. She does make breakfast in bed. <laughs> it's soupy poop. Sit on my head and give me breakfast in bed. <laughs> The classics. A
3: blast from the past for you there, Mattingly. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that TV. I want to buy it. But I want the price to go down by about um, half. <laughs> it's going to yeah, take guess, a long time yeah.
0: for me to get a 3D TV. And I'm not really interested in a 3D TV at all, really. Yeah. Wait till
3: porn starts coming in 3D. Then we'll talk. I eh. don't... We've talked about this before. I don't... Want to see three D porn? Yeah, and no one. And you said oh, no one will want to see high def porn because no one wants to see the pimples on their asses. You know what? People want to see high def porn.
0: Not. It's not even as though uh, normal television isn't. It it gives the illusion of depth. You're looking at three dimensional images projected on a two dimensional screen. It's. Technically 3D, technically, but you know I don't. Feel I don't like care it. for stuff to stick out and wingy wong wong. Plus, you know, 3D <laughs> porn is the only thing you're going to see. Boobs will be okay, but the real feature is going to be wing Wang Yeah. yeah. So, unless-
2: dangling balls, yeah, dangling wang, and the and the money shot coming right out after. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Off and- oh my
0: God! That's what I mean. So it's like, who wants this, stuff?
2: <laughs> ladies? Like, if I wanted that shit, I would have gone into camera work in porn. No. I said absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, and and that's really one of the reasons why. We'll be
3: fine, it won't be all ding dangs It'll be other stuff. it be strange nice. insertions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Journey to the center of the
1: butthole. Great. (laughs) Great with that. (laughs) All right. Hold on to yourselves. Without explanation, Microsoft's Major Nelson has announced... They are planning to raise the Xbox Live Gold subscription fees this beginning November first, two thousand ten. Up nope. to what? In the United States, one month Gold membership will increase from seven ninety nine to nine ninety nine. Three month Gold membership will increase to from nineteen ninety nine to twenty four ninety nine, and one year membership will increase from forty nine ninety nine to fifty nine ninety nine. With no explanation, they do this. The price increase affects other territories as well, including Canada, Mexico, and United Kingdom. Though the prices are being hiked. Microsoft is offering a chance for its loyal members to lock in their current prices with an additional discount. Leave it to thinkgeek.com to commentate appropriately by sending this tweet to their followers. Quote, We've adopted the Xbox model. Starting 11111, 11, 11, orders will cost an extra $10, but you'll get nothing for it. <laughs> so yeah, $10 price hike with no real reason behind it. Well, What's it's a
2: uh, lock-in thing. It's it's the current price, the forty nine ninety nine plus. The, there, there's an undisclosed discount that you can get as well to lock in the next year.
3: But you got to buy a year in advance.
2: I mean, it's it's not really for nothing. I mean, they are. It's 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 all the stuff that they talked about at e, at E three. You know, the the ESPN stuff and Hulu. the and the Hulu stuff that's going to be coming. It's just. It's because they're adding more content. I'm I'm sure it's just you know.
1: But at the same time, only half of it that that any of
2: us are going to use. But
1: the Hulu thing that's going to PlayStation Network and not their paid one that's for anybody to use, and that's not getting hiked. All I know is a lot of the
3: content that they added recent over the last six months I got to pay for.
0: All those Zoom videos, great. i got to pay for all that. The problem with the model is that they still have a buttload of advertising in there as well. If you're going to have me pay more to watch more commercials, that's when I have beef. Give me more commercials, fine. But then discount the service because you're clearly getting ad revenue.
1: And I, I don't mind if they up it if they make it worth my while. What's, what's the extra $10 a year going to be for? Polishing. Bill Gates Wiener. <laughs> he's not part of that anymore, is he? He let, he let go of his not. thing. He's He's a philanthropist
0: now. You're right.
1: So, so he, Gates don't care. Yeah, I guess he does. Major Nelson's the one we want to talk to. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Price increase for no goddamn good reason. Enjoy <laughs> your Xbox. Dumb as, move. I, I said to Jeff the other night, I was like, you know what? I would protest. I would do this because I don't play a lot of online multiplayer. I don't download demos all that much, and the DLC stuff, uh, I could take it or leave it. And then he said, what about Rock Band? And I was like, fuck. Yeah, there's always yeah. something. I, re- I love
0: the Xbox Live service, Netflix. so they got
1: me by the short and curlies. They got me too. I, I, I like it too, but man, that's just audacious. Yeah,
0: it's kind of sucky. They know you're going to pay for it,
3: so why not raise the price? Yeah. Well, raise the price until 10% of your uh, people drop off, then stop raising it.
0: As well, that's what they're doing. That's exactly tactic. what they're doing, yeah. They, they yeah but know, they're,
2: they know they're, the they're offering existing people the, the opportunity to lock it in now. So, I mean, it's. That's fine. I mean, it's not going to affect, like, the four of us and many of our viewers out there until late 2011. We're all going to bitch about it. And then forget it. We're not
3: going to do nothing about it.
2: And, and <laughs> seriously, our in money 12 and months. Shut up. In 12 months, you're not going to remember. That the price is going up 10 bucks. Oh, I'll remember. We'll, we'll be on the auto-billing
3: thing. We'll get the bill. And we're like, oh, yeah, Xbox Live renewed, blah, blah, blah. It's and like every time stamps go up in price, people bitch and whine. And the postmaster general goes, it's a penny, people. And then they forget about it in another month.
1: Yeah, yeah. it is a penny. But this isn't a
2: penny. Well, this is $10 a year. It's a
1: 1,000 pennies. It's I don't have 1,000 le-
2: pennies less than in this you house. Should not be less than a dollar a year. Yes, you do have a 1,000 pennies in this house. I've seen when you do your laundry and you throw your change everywhere.
1: I have 187 max.
2: I, I disagree, but we'll <laughs> just leave it at that.
1: Starting on November 9th, the newly designed Xbox 360 controller will be available in the U.S. for $64.99. The controller sports a number of new features. Most importantly, the controller's much-maligned D-pad has been replaced by a transformer. Huh? S- simply turn the circular bed on the D-pad that the D-pad rests in, and the directional pat button rises from the bed, providing a button much easier to deal with. Along other prominent new features, the analog sticks have been redesigned to be concave, and the face buttons have lost their color. Now in a differing shades of gray to match the new sleek silver matte. The redesign seems largely positive, although there are two pressing issues that remain. Currently, the controller will only be available in the new Play and Charge kit, recharging that customers spend extra money on peripherals they may not want. And the other issue, though probably not affecting a majority of Xbox owners, su- uh, suggests the new gray buttons don't, won't match the color of the buttons when displayed on screen in games, yeah. potentially causing issues for players who would identify the buttons by their color, not like, their letters. Like me. Yeah, because the red button...
3: Is the red button? Yeah. I don't know if it's, B. I know it's Yellow's B, on the top.
1: Yellow is why? Red, no blue. Ah, Blue's right.
3: on the left and green's on the bottom. That's so, how it's supposed to be.
1: So I guess that means you're not going to buy the controller. No. It's only sixty-four point ninety-nine. Includes oh. the charge kit.
3: I have a more important controller for the Xbox 360 to buy. What's that? The Tron one. Aha.
1: Yes, lit- well, Okay, I'll give you that.
0: They had the deluxe edition with a light cycle. The
1: game. $130 that one's going to cost. For a game that we don't know is going to be all that great. No, I've heard it's pretty good. Can you buy it without the game? No. Just buy the light cycle? But then again, it's Sideshow Collectibles, so. You can get the controllers without the game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I want. I don't yeah. want anything else. You want the light, light cycle? cycle. I'm by the light cycle. Why would I want the light cycle? Because it's mm-hmm. awesome.
3: Oh, is that the one that goes off the walls? No. Well, I don't no, want This that. is the
1: one by Sideshow Collectibles that's perfect, has its own, like, uh, over plastic case to make it look all little show. perfect, perfect showpiece. You know
0: what? I haven't actually seen that. It's It just came out today, I saw it. Cool. Yes. Looks nice. Well, I work today. <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> but speaking
1: of climbing up the walls, researchers at Stanford University have created a material similar to rubber, which replicates the method geckos use to climb. Stanford scientists have already successfully tested the material on a robot they adorably named StickyBot and are now working on a way to reinforce the material's strength to support human weight. As explained, Gecko's ability to defy gravity is due to microscopic hairs on their toes, increasing the surface area, which creates a one-way adhesive. A sticky bond is created with each step, but that bond can be broken by movement in the other direction. Spider-Man had nothing to say on the matter.
2: Hey, isn't, uh, isn't that what you called your sex toy, Paul? Your little sticky sexy, Bot? Your sex doll? Stick, sticky, sticky
1: Bot? bot. Uh,
0: I called her uh, Closet Trash. Because <laughs> that's where I kept her. <laughs> I want this
3: material. You know what everyone's going to do? They're going to start climbing up the walls and call themselves Spider Man. Yeah.
1: That's what they should and do. And
3: they'll be playing the original 70s
2: Spider-Man Doo-doo,
1: TV
3: No that. That
2: one. Know that one. That old I, TV I, show wow. version. Wow. Yeah.
1: I, I say get this in the hands of the jackass guys and just let them run free with
3: it. Let Steve-O have it and yeah. watch him break his head <laughs> yeah. as he falls.
1: Pretty much. The that's that's, that's <laughs> the idea I have right now. Just let them play with it.
0: So yeah. what could be a good practical
1: application besides window washing? Um, Jewel Thief. Jewel Thief. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, no, nothing really positive, um, except for maybe espionage, which is kind of a great workers. area. Well, Construction
3: I think, workers could have it for safety.
1: Yeah, I think you could
0: work in, like, uh, glass plants.
3: High-end hookers.
1: Sure. They can hang from the mirrored ceilings. Yes. And then there's, that's already a built-in new circus act. hmm Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horror movies. People could do, like, the crawl up the wall and...
0: Without the effects,
1: it would be
3: probably
0: cheaper just to do it CGI. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: probably. Well, beginning September 13th, London's Prince Charles Cinema plans to screen all 121 episodes of Lost back-to-back for a total of 80 hours spanning four days. Why? According to the New York Post, the sweeping gesture, which is timed to coincide with the release of Lost, the final season on DVD, has even caught the attention of the show's executive producers, quoting for those of you watching all six seasons of the show in one long marathon we applaud you we admire you and we thank you for your fandom but we take no legal responsibility for you they said in a statement in, in fact parama- paramedics will be on hand at the Prince Charles cinema to care for anyone who falters during the scheduled 80 hours of film according to reports attendees are also required to take compulsory breaks
2: breaks how can 20... you take breaks how how are you going to watch 20 hours of footage a day. Because they said it's over four days, right? you mm-hmm. got to sleep sometime. Well, yeah. but,
1: remember, there's no commercials. And yeah, there'll be little it, bathroom breaks. But so it, that, that's, that
2: is 80 hours of footage after commercials.
1: So it's consecutive. It doesn't yeah. stop. It's not like they're yeah. shutting down the theater for this.
2: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So you can't possibly watch all of it. You
3: have to sleep sometime.
2: Yeah. There's only 24 hours in a day. So whether they're saying they're going to take the four hours to sleep and then come back and watch the next... Wait well, like a minute. Hours? Is it
3: over My, four days? Are those four days consecutive?
2: Yes. These yeah. are
1: consecutive. Well, screw this,
3: then. It's, and you know what? We're getting into the details. We missed the, the most important thing. Why would you want to watch all of Lost? <laughs> well, it is the worst show that ever was on television. If
0: you are familiar with the series, you know uh, season three is the time to go take a nap. Um, but more importantly... Don't watch it? Don't fucking watch it. This show has (laughs) me so angry. Again, I really like this show, but the last season is a travesty. A travesty. And the finale is the most garbage deus ex machina, non-explanation, it's just shit.
2: You're just mad that they didn't explain
0: what the island is. They didn't explain anything. Anything. They didn't explain a goddamn thing. Fuck those people. (laughs) Fuck them. I hate that I sold all my shit. I sold all my DVDs. The first 5 seasons. Goodbye. Good. Good riddance. They already got your money. They're great performers. They made for some really compelling television. But in the end, Man Alive, did it just go to shit? Mm. Oh. All Horrible. wank, no payoff.
3: No money shot. <laughs> it's just
0: garbage. <laughs> it's just garbage. The prisoner stands tall as the greatest island set. TV show of all time, still.
3: Uh, I beg to differ, sir. Uh-oh. Fantasy
0: I, Island. I beg to differ. No, no it's better. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Island? <laughs> Don't think so. Don't think so. Let's face it. Everything Sherwood Schwartz made was gold. I'd like to see Gilligan's Prisoner.
1: <laughs> I could dig that mash. It was gold Skipper, in his pocket. I'm not
0: a number.
1: <laughs> Maryland State Senator Nancy King is running for re-election on a platform of education reform. And her ill-thought-out direct mailer featuring kids reading Superman and X-Men comics is slightly confusing for a moment, and then until you read, quote, Imagine if they had to lay off teachers, unquote, implying that if children don't have teachers to educate them, they will start reading comic books. <laughs> <They'll> start
0: reading. <laughs> what a terrible shame.
1: Here is an open letter to Senator King by comic writer and artist Dean Tripp. Attacks on my industry have always come from those who haven't picked up a comic. And the policies that have damaged our educational system always come from those who haven't set foot in a classroom for decades. So let me recommend to you the anthology Reading with Pictures part of a nonprofit effort to offer students and teachers comics specifically suited to lesson plans on a variety of subjects. Comics combine art and literature to create an incredible new art form. In fact, telling stories in pictures predates the written word and is used in safety instruction labels precisely because of its ability to simply convey ideas and actions. Your offensive mailer is just another wrong-headed generalization, attacking a genre that gives children heroes that don't kill, like Superman, seen in the image you used, likely without the rights to do so, and fight against intolerance like the X-Men, also featured in your mailer, presumably without permission, as well as a medium that anyone, including children, can tell stories in with tools simple as pencil and paper. Hooray! Well Fucker. said! it's an election year. Yeah. Well said. And uh, we old school gamers, we have a thing for our geeky past. Of course. We love our new stuff, past. but we, we have such a fondness for our roots.
2: Past. Until we go back and see our roots and go, wow, My I used to pass love this. starts yesterday.
1: In comes the Commodore PC-64. I saw, I this. saw I this. this. I love
0: this.
3: I cannot wait for this to come out. I am buying one.
1: Made by Maybe Commodore too. USA. Yes! Which features, quote, an exact replica of the original beige, ch- beige chassis of the Commodore C-64, Ooh! but equipped with... An Intel Atom 252 CPU with NVIDIA Ion 2 graphics, 4GB DDR3 memory, 1TB uh, hard disk drive, HDMI, DVD, CD, optical drive, Blu-ray optional, dual-link DVI-6, USB ports, integrated 802.11n Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and a 6-in-1 media card reader.
3: What that means, people, is it's a Commodore 64 pimped out. It's a, new, it's a, it's a powerful PC now, but it's a Commodore 64. No, it's, it's, it's a
2: netbook put into a, a commodore 64 it's a commodore
3: 64!
1: chassis it's a commodore no, 64 book, most textbooks don't have blu-ray optional stuff on there this, no, this no, is an actual small it's, it's not going to be a high-end pc but it is a, is a natural, middler is it the a natural atom processor? processor is
2: targeted at smaller it's
1: it's targeted at ones because they're fitting everything inside a commodore 64 chassis they don't have a lot of room to work with and yeah. to keep that thing cool
3: is it a natural basic interpreter
1: That I don't know, but I do know if all goes to plan, you'll be able to buy it by this Christmas.
3: Do you have to, like, load StarCraft, comma 8, comma 1? That would be great. Oh, God! What no, one? It doesn't have any emulation.
2: All it is is it's a PC and a C64 chassis.
3: Whatever. I want emulation and I want to be able to play Tooth
1: Invaders in the old cartridge. I say get one just and put an emulator in it and just be done with it. It's
0: just a case mod.
1: It's, it's a, it a mass produced case, case mod. But yeah. but, but, he, uh, but in this case it's made by Commodore and yeah. that's what really Well, matters. it's
2: Commodore USA is not the original Commodore company that made the 64. No, but it is made It by is a name. company that bought uh, the rights to to use that. for the win.
1: Yeah. For the win? <laughs> yeah. Been,
2: I love case models. I'm not booing it, people. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying all it is is a PC in a C64. And all don't, it is don't, is
3: going to be... belong to me.
1: Yeah, don't you say all it is. Don't you pop this balloon. They know it, all it's it is. more than that. In in, uh, in on my Philosophically, parade. this is important.
3: Physi- philosophically? Practically, this is important. I want one. <laughs> I must have one. Well, You've got four PCs in your room anyway. It's not a Commodore. Uh, That's, he's got, I have
1: a, a point. He's I got sold a point.
2: it.
3: I needed the money. Now I want it back. I wonder if mine
1: is and still in the closet in my yes.
2: parents' house. Get it. I want it. I'll have to look when I'm back there in December. to make a war dollar out of those.
1: Publisher THQ decided to hamper their used games via one time use codes that unlock online functionality. Ugh. Afterwards, the publisher's creative director, Corey Ledcima, Ledesma, sorry, Ledesma, made some rather controversial statements to a CVG regarding the move. Quote, I don't think we really care whether used game buyers are upset because new game buyers get everything. So if used game buyers are upset they don't get the online feature set, I really don't have much sympathy for them. But a little blunt, we hope, we, but we hope it doesn't disappoint people. We hope people understand that when the game's bought, used, we get cheated. I don't think anyone wants that, so in order for us to make strong, high-quality WWE games, we need loyal fans who are interested in purchasing the game. We want to award fans with additional content. They're saying that you you can buy your own code for $10 if you do buy it used.
3: That's... That's not bad. Um, that's a way for them to actually make some money on these games that they really—they really do make no money. As soon as yeah. I know this guy, his name is Todd Agnello. He is a game developer, and now I feel bad for game developers because I know one personally who get cheated when you buy the used games, and it's, it's true—they do. They get cheated because they—they they make nothing on those.
0: Nothing. It's a secondary transaction that nobody. Yeah.
3: It's now—is this it's pawn industry going to go away? No, no. no. Is this guy talking out of his ass? No. Is he being straightforward? Yeah. He's 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 giving you the, the first salvo in the war to come between people who like used games and people who say they're not supporting the uh, the people. I, I don't know what the solution is. I I'm in the have, position. The my,
0: my place right now is, you know, my money's tight. So the only times I buy brand new are when it's a game that I, A, really want to support, or B... No is awesome yeah you know and then even then I try and buy new when it's on sale but I do try and buy new most of my games uh, but then used is where your B and below grade games are going to get sent to and purchased and that's just it yeah mm-hmm. so in one sense I think the used market pushes developers to improve their game quality now if what they're going to do instead of improve game quality is just tack on special features that are only accessible through through new players, that then I that's kind of sucky. Yeah. That's kind of sucky. Um,
3: you could apply this to movies. There's a big secondary movie market right now, you can right. buy used copies of whatever. I haven't bought a real brand new DVD in a while, I just don't have the need to expand my DVD collection. Um, you can buy lots of doing. great used DVDs. Now by buying a used DVD, the company isn't making any money, right. Blockbuster's making money or whoever. but. I haven't really heard much out of them about that. It's, it's kind of become accepted. Right. Is, is this going to become accepted in the video game industry? Or are costs in the video game industry just inflated so much that...
1: Uh, they need to get wherever they can, where they can.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, an interesting side note on all this, and uh, I, I know that Penny Arcade did a little comic about um, the, second, se- yeah. the secondary um, game, market, game market, but uh, both Best Buy and, I believe, Target... Are launching their own video game trade-in program? Yeah. right now. because so.
1: I can knock that out as the next piece. Oh, is that was that the next <laughs> one?
2: <laughs> really, they are. What's the? I'll give you more in information
1: in, that in a second, but I, I want to chime in on this. Where I hit, I hit an interesting middle ground in this whole thing, okay? Because I, of course, I I talk about GameFly all the time. It's been great, all right. But whenever I buy a game from GameFly, all right, the one that I've rented. They send me the new box, which includes all the codes, like if includes downloadable content or so on. So really, I'm buying the game new from a used position.
3: That's just weird, though. It, it is odd. That's, on, that's and, the exception to the rule.
1: And yeah, but, the, but here, here's the kicker. If I'm renting this game, I can't use the online functionality for these games when I play it because it has a one-time use code. So people who rent games to try them out and then and then go to buy, they don't know if the online is going to be good because they won't be able to play it.
3: Well, that's the shareware model, and that's been going for years with, like, computer games. Mm-hmm. Shareware, you try it out for a while, and if you like it, great, and then you get to unlock all this other stuff.
1: Right, but at the same time, I, you don't get to truly try it out because if half the functionality, which is multiplayer... Yeah. And in games like WWE, multiplayer is actually a larger part of the functionality. So that, then,
3: becomes, so that makes Gamefly and services like Gamefly just a big shareware depository. I,
2: I suppose, but I mean, I think it's a necessary step in the process because Why? we've all bought games that we absolutely hate yeah. and we're like, crap. I just spent fifty bucks on this stupid thing. That's why you What have am I going to do with it? Well, I can take it back and trade it in and get you know, you know, five dollars back on well, my initial investment. I agree. And going but back but you to feel like Xbox. you've been ripped off, and, and you can't return a game. Yeah. And it, you can't return a game. Period. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't even really just can. say, "Hey, I hated this. <laughs> I don't want it anymore." But Jeff, but going, going back you to the retur- Xbox thing, yeah.
3: that, the reason to buy Xbox is to get yeah. demos. That's yeah. why I like Xbox Live. Yeah. I'm going to pay for it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shell out my extra couple bucks a month uh, for, for the demos yeah. uh, the demos are one thing but to have to get a code to unlock multiplayer content what if yeah. I don't want to buy the Xbox Live service what if I don't have for whatever reason I don't have access maybe the zombie apocalypse happened and I'm playing my Xbox with a generator it's funny you should mention that, I'll get to that later oh god, now I'm not going to be able to play all the, with all the cool features yeah. So what then? if I buy something, if something is in my hand, i shouldn 't have to unlock the goddamn thing oh, I, wasn't talking I, about I own
2: that. it i 'm talking about game Do think you have they're... to
3: unlock movies no, so the, the, I think the same model applies to movies that should apply to video games you don't get paid they don 't get paid for the secondary market. movie studios don 't get paid when I buy something on the used. Mm-hmm. Why should video game people? Dude,
2: if, if, movie studios get paid from day one. They, they make their money before the movie's even
3: in the theaters. Well, then, well then what's the video game industry doing wrong? Um, I don't know. I don't know I, either. I don't, I don't don't either. I don't have the answer. But Does anyone have anything to say about this? Because I, I think I'm arguing from a position of not knowing enough about the difference between the business model of mm-hmm. the video game industry versus the movie industry. Write us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And I realize I'm doing the thing with my hand as if it would be on the screen, but it's not. (laughs) No, we're doing that. That's good. Yeah. But please, write us. Now, what news do you have about zombies?
1: Oh, I won't get into that.
3: Okay, okay. okay.
1: In the meantime, a man who was shot in the back of the head with a 22 caliber bullet five years ago recently just discovered the fact during a checkup with his doctor. What? He found a lump on the back of his head, which upon examination by x-ray turned out to be a bullet. He mostly, most likely didn't discover he had happen- it had happened because he was drunk at the time. The AP reports that it happened, quote, as he was out on the street partying and drunk on New Year's Eve five years ago in Hearn, Germany. But it's possible the shooter didn't have ill intent, may have just been following uh, been a partying carouser. Police say it might have been a stray bullet fired from a reveler in a celebration. So yeah, the little bump and little pain in his head...
3: So it had to be a, a twenty two. too. You know? Yeah, it's twenty-two. Had to be It's the only bullet small enough not to notice. But don't you feel your head? <laughs> not, you don't you comb what? your hair? Don't you wash your head? Uh,
2: uh, this is a, a similar, not with a bullet, but the similar thing happened to a college roommate of mine. Like at some point, he got pissed drunk. Okay. Sp- literally split the back of his head open. Came home. Didn't realize that there was a problem until he woke up and there was blood on his pillow And he's like, oh, I must have, you know, cut myself, you know, when I was out last night He's in the shower washing um, his hair, washing <laughs> the blood out of his hair yeah. And realizes, wait a minute, there's a lot more blood now And, and feels back and he's like, ah, ah, there's <laughs> something wrong with my scalp Goes to the emergency room, <laughs> has to get like eight staples like, they literally had to staple his scalp bag together, and I'm not kidding you, this was, like, 18 hours from the time he, like, got home, passed out, woke up, you know, hey, I, like, I had seen him walk through the apartment a few times, he's like, hey, and i was like, you alright? He's like, ah, oh, I just got really wasted last night, blah, 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 and I'm like, okay, well, you know, help, there's food in the refrigerator, help yourself to anything. He's good like that. Yeah, eh. And then, and then he, I get this call from. Him, he's like, uh, "Can you pick me up from the hospital?" I'm like, "Do what now?" <laughs> <laughs> so I go pick him up, you know. And then he tells me, "He's like, yeah, I split the back of my skull open, or the back of my scalp open." You know, I guess that they you don't see it. Well, yeah, I, and he it. said he even up to when they put the staples in, he didn't really feel it. You know, even in the shower, he just he said it, it felt wrong. And, and he could he kept getting it blood on his hands wrong. from touching that area.
1: But now I'm hard. feeling my head for bullets. No, 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 Barry. Your, your lady mane is built to protect you from your... <laughs> lady
3: mane.
2: Oh, but yeah, it's, it's amazing the kind of stuff that happens when people are, you know, pissed drunk. It's a bullet, but There's yeah, a, lady. a bullet, that's Blue. funny.
1: The final day of Operation on the Star Tours ride at Disney World happened during Star Wars Celebration Five. Lucasfilm and Star Wars fan took over the theme park and some really cool stuff happened. For instance, the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular was rewritten into a fan film, which combines both Lucas' franchises, Indiana Jones and Star Wars. The show features a bunch of crossovers, including Indiana Jones teaming up with Slave Leia to escape a booby trap temple, teaming up with Han Solo and Chewbacca to take on Greedo, and an epic battle between Indiana Jones and Darth Maul. Where was I? Seth Green and Anthony Daniels and a few other celebrity extras joined in on the fun. And how do you conclude the last flight to Endor? With Darth Vader blowing up the attraction. <laughs> Search for the video online. They have the entire stunt spectacular oh, on there. Right. It's oh, about 43 minutes. And it is fantastic. It is full. It's, it's tongue-in-cheek, full of in-jokes left shit. and right. Oh, man. I got to see that now. fun full, piece where, where Boba Fett Falls in, take, uh, try to take out Indiana Jones because he thinks he's Han Solo. It's it's all a lot of fun. Hilarious. I'm
3: going to Disneyland next week. You know?
1: Hey, are you? Yeah. Hey.
3: I, it. I wonder if the Star Wars. I wonder if the Star Wars shop outside of it is still open.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm I'm almost positive. Okay, because I wanted to go in. It's there probably open
2: stuff. under contract with Lucas. Um, anything that makes me money can never close. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the truth. You know. If you're playing the ugly, uh, the geek shock drinking game at home, you can now drink because someone did
1: the Lucas did voice. Did the Lucas voice? We do that like <laughs> once an episode, I swear to God. <laughs> and it's, it's, you can't not, it's fun. That's a fun voice. Oy. And that's all the geek news, so that just leaves the big list. The big list! The big list. And this goes back to what I was telling you, uh, Barry, this, today's big list is seven... Big list? Steve's here? Where? Where? Yeah, thank you. Hi hi Steve. How you doing? The seven scientific reasons a zombie outbreak would fail quickly.
3: Really? By right. David
1: D De, uh, of Crack Oh
3: cracked. I thought this was gonna be all scientific.
1: Actually it is fairly scientific, and that's why I loved it. It's it's a well written piece. So you say
3: crack.com, I see Sylvester P. Smith. Smith yeah. Smith.
1: Smithy. Smithy. Well, let's pretend a moment that zombies are real.
3: Okay.
2: As
1: if half of you were are already daydreaming about it. All right. You You've noticed how many zombie movies take place only after the apocalypse is in full swing. At, by the time we join our survivors, the military and government are already wiped out. None of the streets are safe. There's a reason the movie starts there not earlier. is because the early part where we go from one zombie to millions doesn't make sense. If you let the creeping buzzkill of logic into the zombie party... You realize the zombies would be all re-dead long before they got a chance to fire that chainsaw motorcycle you've been working on. Mm. Number seven, they have too many natural predators.
3: Zombies? Yes, as natural predators.
1: Sure. Do you know why we as humans are at the top of the current food chain?
3: No. Thumbs?
1: It's not because we're hard to <laughs> kill. We're not. Thumbs. No, we're on top simply because we are so absurdly good at killing things ourselves. We are pretty good at killing stuff. We're simply too smart, too well-armed for any animal to hunt. And now consider the zombie. It lacks every single advantage that has kept humanity from being eaten to extinction. It wanders around in the open. It can't use weapons. Can't think. Use strategy. Doesn't even have a sense of self-preservation to run and hide when it's in danger. And it's made entirely out of food. (laughs) <laughs> it's easily easy prey for any animal that wants it. And if you're saying, sure, but it's not like my city is full of bears that can come eat all the zombies, you need to think smaller. Insects are a major pain in the ass for living humans, and in some cases being able to swat a fly away and having immune systems is the only thing keeping us from having our eyes and tongues eaten out by maggots zombies in any part oh, of the world. Just, I'm not going
3: to sleep right tonight.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> with a fly problem, are going to be swarming with maggots in short order, meaning that most of their soft tissues will be infested and their eyes will become very quickly useless. Maggots. Maggots. <laughs> maggots are falling like rain.
0: <laughs> you know that classic gore track? <laughs> I,
1: I don't, but I'm glad you do. Maggots. <laughs>
0: maggots. Maggots are falling
1: like rain. That's gross. (laughs) Odorous orungus. All right, well Poet Laureate. We'll scale up a bit. In America alone, we have bears, wolves, coyotes, and cougars, all of which can put a well armed, thinking, fast moving humans on the menu if conditions are right. To most predators, the right conditions are when the animal is weak or infirm or otherwise unable to defend themselves like a walking corpse. Hell. Just think of the infirm or otherwise generally unable to uh, think of the uh, millions of stray dogs out there who quickly learn that zombies are an easy meal. Now just imagine zombie hordes wandering Africa between the lions and Cape Buffalo, elephants, rhinos. We'd finally have a disease that Africa is better suited than the rest of the world to defend itself against.
3: That's assuming a lot. First you're assuming that the zombie plague will will infest the forests and the planes and it's just not going to have it they're going to go toward the 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 most food and those in the cities
0: don't they get crazy zombie strength too
3: nah maybe you have to assume that they don't also assuming that whatever
2: caused the zombie outbreak i.e you know some kind of an infection is not a cross species
0: that's what i'm saying um what about all these zombie bears that ate these zombies now
3: Okay, assuming it's not a cross species. Zombie What if it's all zombie a, animals? Assuming it's not a cross species thing, and assuming they don't get any more strength, that argument still falls apart uh-huh. because there's a G in strength. Strength. Check your mother. The argument still falls apart because. It, it, it won't all happen in in the wilderness. It don't okay, happen no, in no, no. Here's
1: cities. You got the stray dogs. You got the insects. Here's dogs flies love cities. Here's a million dollar idea, guys. Dogs will probably avoid
3: <laughs> the dead. Are they, you they'll ready? Take, get one whiff of them and
1: go the other way, growl
3: at them or something. They won't attack them, they won't try to eat them.
1: Well, the newly dead will be just tasty. Million dollar idea. Do
3: dogs go around attacking people in the street now? Dog, Stray dogs are scavengers. How many stray dogs are there? Were you not here last week when we talked about the guy that got his toe bitten off by his dog? That's Ugh. fine, but are, do you see his stray dogs? His rotten his toe. toe. Yeah. Okay, fine. So, so let's say they attack the dead, but are, do you <laughs> see stray dogs roaming the streets right now? No. That's, that's no, it's because, because they go where the
0: food is. That's because the the... Humane Society people are out there working. Once the zombie apocalypse happens, they're not going to be on the job. They're so that's it. The Humane Society No, but prevent the zombie apocalypse. Million dollar <laughs> wow. idea. Million dollar idea. Who oh, no! All right, Zoom-bee. Huh? Z o o m b i e. It's a like zoo with nothing but zombie <laughs> animals in it. I thought you were talking like a Roomba. No, a Roomba. You, do but do you do an animatronic. You uh, do an animatronic walkthrough exhibit that is a zoo. Full of zombified, half rotten, half skeletal animals that actually move and do shit. Zombie fan. elephant, zombie, zombie bear, fan. zombie tiger. It zombie could penguins. be. It would be. Not only would it be entertaining, but it could also be educational on a uh, <laughs> on a bodies a bodies the exhibit kind of th- Kind of thing where you could have uh, diagrams of the anatomy. Coupled with examples of working anatomy that you would see revealed in these zombified creatures, but don't get too close; it may bite your face. That's right,
2: uh, dude. You've got a greater chance of Star Trek: The Experience coming back than you do of launching a zombie. Zumbi. Zumbi.
1: I don't know, zombie, everybody. <laughs> I, I would buy three tickets. That's all for right, zombie. Go back through over I and over I get an again. annual pass.
0: Zombie, please, 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 don't feed the animal. <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, boy. Huh? Huh? everybody. <laughs> everybody! Yeah, keep Zumbie. saying
3: it because that'll make it happen. <laughs> it
0: might happen. How much money could you make selling toys of half-decayed animals? Just ask Todd McFarlane. Man, I'm telling you, if they're of the room, you know, nobody's got nobody's got the, the trademark on lions or or tigers or bears. Oh my! So you know, so you could make rotted animals that you could be taken apart and show their parts. And then, you know, tell that at the end of the gift shop. Meanwhile they're all the animatronic that it, would be a great gift shop. zombie Oh.
2: You know, Barry, that missing step two we were talking about earlier, you know, there the step is. one idea, step three, profit. The step two we never get to because we keep giving all these ideas away on this program. <laughs> well, I don't think
3: this one's a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, true.
0: I, I you know yeah. well, just wait. The zombie will come and then you'll be like, Oh shit, I should have known that. Get a trading card Nottingly, game going. If the
3: zombie apocalypse happens, you'll put a gun in your mouth. You've
0: said it before. He <laughs> yeah. well, doesn't but have to no, be the zombie no, apocalypse. He'll
2: wank it one last time and then, and then put a gun in his mouth.
0: It can be a bad storm. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't sit and watch TV, eat a hamburger and jacket, I'm done.
1: <laughs> but that that was just number seven. Of a list, oh, boy, come so, on. And, yeah, so that was just going, a piece. Going. All
3: right, I'm gonna tear this apart. Then, because number six, can.
1: they can't take the heat. Go on. It's generally accepted by zombie experts that they're going to continue to rot, even as they shamble around the streets. What the movies fail to convey, however, is the gruesome yet strangely hilarious effect the sun, hot sun, has on a rotting corpse. The first concern is putrefaction Thanks to the plethora of bacteria we use in our colon to digest plant matter called gut flora, our bodies are ripe for decay the second our heart stops.
2: Hefe, do you know what a plethora is? Since heat speeds the growth
1: of bacteria, the zombies got a looming expiration date the second it turns. Dead zombies bloat because the gas is created by the bacteria. After a few weeks of this, the nasty, bloated zombie army is going to start doing something that is simultaneously the most awesome and disturbing thing a zombie can do. They Boom. will start exploding. Boom. The warm, moist conditions in the tropical and subtropical parts of the world speeds this condition, meaning a July zombie outbreak pretty much anywhere would be over in a few weeks just by the virtue of rampaging monsters bursting like rants and meat balloons. What
3: is it that keeps the gut flora from... From eating us alive and doing this now, what is it that 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 makes that happen?
1: I, I imagine some of that. Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but since it has to do with uh, the, the heart beating and such, living that, bacteria, yeah, other fighting bacteria, white um, blood cells, wiping your butthole, yeah, good hygiene,
0: <laughs> fiber, <laughs> <laughs> fiber, fiber. that's it, fiber is the answer. <laughs>
1: a daily multivitamin. At the yep. other end of the In heat spectrum society. is the dry heat. <laughs> If you're in Phoenix or the Sahara where the apocalypse hits, the zombies might begin to mummify in the blazing sun and heat. While the normal symptoms of dehydration are not a concern for a zombie, there is the problem of desiccation. With no reasonable means of replenishing the water in their cells, zombies walking around in the Texas heat all day are going to suffer cell damage due to direct sun exposure to their skin. And thanks to the drying effect wind has, the southwestern dead will stumble around more and more ineffectively until at some point they simply drop and wait for the scavenger scavengers to come pick them up.
2: So we're safe here in Vegas then basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we don't
1: Woo-hoo, need the dog. dry heat. We got the, the mummification will take
0: care. Well, that's already. We're already fighting off plagues, man. Ain't no bed bugs in Vegas can't shit live in this heat. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> we don't have to put tick collars on our dogs. We don't have there's to spray, no fleas. spray off on ourselves. Nope. No mosquito problem. Nothing, Every no. summer,
3: there's a bunch of old people dropping dead in their houses because their air conditioning goes off. Yeah. Well. People can't live here.
0: That's just how it, Yeah, You can't. Ain't, ain't shit can live here. Nah, you've got to be tough to live here. And who's to say those people didn't turn into zombies then die?
1: <laughs> but we, we don't know. That's right. Well,
3: how long can a body last under those conditions, under the, the heat? Well, the girl. Let's get a
0: body. I mean,
1: Oops. Huh? What? Nothing. <laughs> the one on your <laughs> stairs? <laughs> well, with, uh, without the cells getting the water, that just uh, compounds itself because there's nothing to repair that, which actually gets into later. Because number six, they can't handle the cold.
3: Well, yeah, that's understood.
1: Zombies are dead meat. It's one of their defining characteristics. When flesh is alive, it's got all sorts of defense systems to keep it that way. Unregulated cold does awful shit to formerly living things. If you live far enough north, the zombie apocalypse will probably work itself out Uh, the first time it tries to go outside. The first zombie killer is the simple fact that the human body is mostly water, and water freezes. Ugly bags
2: of mostly water.
1: Once the temperature drops to freezing, zombies will become significantly (laughs) more rigid. After enough exposure, the dead body is going to be frozen solid and not chasing down anything. The same thing that ruins your ice cream also ruins the undead. The freezing of the flesh at night combined with the partial thaw during the warmer days, then refreezing again, sets up perfect conditions for the onset of freezer burn, which results in the cells dehydrating as water evaporates. Even when frozen solid freezer burn meat isn't just dead, it's destroyed. Indeed. Number five, biting is a terrible way to spread disease. Hey, remember that time... When that dog got rabies And then a day later Every single other dog On the continent had it Except for a small band of survivors huddled in the basement No Never happened Nearly all the zombies Movies agree on one thing They reproduce Like a disease One that spreads By the bite of the infected But this also means Their spread should be subject To the same rules Of a normal epidemic And biting is a shitty way They get an epidemic going No Successful diseases Have some really clever ways Of invisibly spreading From victim to victim The flu has killed tens of millions because it floats right through the air. The black plague spread through fleas. Not a single one of them requires the infected to get within biting distance to spread the infection. At, and remember the SARS outbreak. That originated in China. The CDC and the World Health Organization put the clamps down on international travel the second it was found out to have spread to North America. Flights were grounded, travel between borders were locked tight, and only 43 people on the entire continent died. No one was overlooked. With zombieism, they don't even have to solve the mystery about how it's transmitted. It's that guy biting people. Shoot him in the head.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, about the biting people thing. What if it's a disease that just spreads through the air and it doesn't affect you until you die?
1: Yeah. Then we're fucked. Yet yeah, that's not... Uh, hasn't been, no movie has done that yet. So what if, there's another one to write.
0: What if these guys get a variant of the disease where the zombies now have spring-loaded teeth like oh, data, Jesus. so there you we don't go. have to be right in biting distance. You can be near them there. Wait
1: da- Snap, and then five years later, you discover that lump in the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. That's why you oh, became I a got zombie. bit by a
0: zombie back then when I was in China. <clears throat> Oops, I forgot. Ugh.
1: Number three, they can't heal from day to day damage. Right. Think about all the paper cuts, stub toes, and nut shots you have suffered in your life. <laughs> now imagine that they never healed. They just sat there and rotted while you continued to rack up other paper cuts, stub toes, and nut shots. While completely complete insensitivity to pain seems like an awesome superpower in theory, in real life you wind up looking like Mister Burns than Wolverine. <laughs> All the dings and bangs zombies will suffer after tripping, walking off bridges, stumbling around the dark, cloudy nights will eventually leave them limbless, toothless, and with every bone in their body broken. Seriously. In the event of the zombie apocalypse, just stay inside, watch all the episodes of 24 back-to-back, then walk out on your lawn with your corpse rake and tidy up. Previously on 24.
3: Yeah, you know, that actually makes sense. I uh, watched a movie about zombies, it's like a tongue-in-cheek, like zombie thing, mm-hmm. where the zombies lived among people. People were just dead and, and running around. Hey, I'm dead, but I'm an <laughs> undead American. <laughs> hey, I'm dead. Um, and they were fighting for their rights and stuff like that. But would they? No. Oh yeah, that heal. was a uh, was that, American uh, zombie. I think it was. No, it was a, It was an episode of. Uh, it wasn't an episode. It was a movie I saw. And wasn't it in a Masters of Horror but thing? Fungal It was a movie. A movie. It wasn't an episode of anything.
1: It's similar to that, but he's right. It's also a movie. I
3: think it was called American Zombie. they are both right. Anyway, they would take wounds and they just wouldn't heal. And eventually you just kind of just sit there because you can't move or talk
1: or do anything. And then you bring back part seven where it's putrefaction and here come the flies and the flesh gets eaten. This all combines. How long? the The key question so
3: far to me is how long do we have? Okay, Bob becomes a zombie. Hey, I'm Bob. I'm a zombie. Mm-hmm. I have X amount of hours to live, days? Is it weeks? As a zombie and biting people before I am no longer ambulatory. Mm-hmm. How long is that? Because that's the danger area. Zombies Anonymous.
0: That might be it. I am
3: Bob, and I'm a
2: zombie.
1: I think that's it. I think that
3: might be it. Zombies Anonymous. Maybe.
1: And then there's still two more. Number two, the landscape is full of zombie-proof barriers. Okay. Zombies' lack of coordination, along with the inability to see in the dark, is going to spell the doom of countless zombies in any area outside of a parking lot. This is a group that doesn't know how to find roads or bridges. They just go wandering off aimlessly. Mountains, major rivers, and canyons would thus quickly be homes to piles of broken zombie rags stinking up the scenic view. Even if zombies had the foresight to not walk over cliffs or into raging rapids during the day, nightfall would result in most eventually walking into rivers over cliffs, off bridges diminishing their numbers. In cities, people would likely congregate in the upper levels of high-rise buildings, where the invasion can be held at bay with simple security doors. Also, (laughs) the streets themselves would keep the undead corralled in a straight. Easy to aim down lines where they could be picked off by snipers, or just bored office workers waiting out the quarantine by dropping office supplies onto the undead from the top floors.
3: <laughs> what if someone dies? Then they become a zombie, and they're gonna. Okay, yeah, <claps> there it is. Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, Dennis Hopper right. had a whole big is uh, his, his uh, tower of fortress. Yeah, and someone dies. Someone dies in there. They become a zombie.
1: In yeah. The- in the Romero world, if you die, you just become a zombie, period. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I you, don't, you have to get, so, get yes. bit by anything. If you die, you're, you're, you're going to raise it's an topic. airborne virus. Yeah. So, I'm I know. In that
3: case, eh. And, but no, you, you raise a lot of
1: interesting points. I'm interested to see what number one is. And number one, weapons and the people that use them.
3: Yeah, that would be it. I'd go to the south immediately. If we look <laughs> at zombies as a, in Texas. as a
1: species, they are pretty much designed for failure. Their main form of reproduction is also their only source of food and their top predator. If they want to eat or reproduce, they have to go toe-to-toe with their number one predator every single time. That's like having to fight a lion every time you want to have sex or make a sandwich. (laughs) The zombies have no choice but to walk into bullets. And all this isn't even counting all the other household handguns in the world, nor the fact that zombies also have to contend with IEDs, Molotov cocktails, baseball bass crowbars, and cars that the general public will no doubt be using to call their numbers. And that's just from the civilian population. Counting the military and police, we have another 3 million or so armed people, and instead of just handguns and shotguns and hunting rifles, they have machine guns, combat shotguns, sniper rifles, assault rifles, submachine guns, grenade launchers, the occasional taser, not to mention the training to use them effectively. But why would they even bother when they could just roll over the swathes of zombies in tanks, blast them with cluster bombs and MOABs, mow them down with miniguns from the goddamn Air Force that every zombie flick seems to forget about? Hmm. So there are your seven reasons, combined together, the zombie apocalypse could not get a foothold, much less take over the world.
3: I, You've convinced me? And I agree. That is a strong friggin' argument. Strong argument, but that is no excuse for not being prepared. (laughs) Because it could happen, like, in 28 days later. Then you're fucked. We have bludgeoning (laughs) and bladed weapons by the front door. Okay, do you have your bug-out bag? Uh,
1: no. We have steps, stone steps, that can be broken out easily with that mace.
3: Yep, true, true. You know, those guys at, like, the zombie squad or whatever talk about... uh, Zombie preparedness and everything. <laughs> right. You ever see those guys no, in I meetings haven't. and
1: stuff? Eh, no, not so much. Nah, not, not so much.
3: Not, not so much. No. Just keep it online. There's lots of survivalists on there talking about general disaster pre- disaster preparedness, and that's really interesting stuff because it couldn't. It, it could not. It could be uh, more than just a zombie apocalypse. It could be an outbreak of some sort. It could be a 28 days later thing. It could be aliens. Who well, knows? We're
0: on the eve of. That Hurricane Evan, is it? That's right. The new one? The big one? Yeah. Is could it be a hurricane? Class two right now, I believe. Yeah, it's coming up against the uh, eastern shoreline of the United States. Right. And it could, if it goes further west, it could really knock the hell out of us. It could be really bad. And yeah. everybody's going down there for Labor Day weekend. It's going to be messy. <laughs> so... Yeah. so come All to right. vegas is what you're saying basically yeah, yeah. Spend some money we'll in vegas better <laughs> take your money <laughs> well yeah, we pinball
1: but... hall of fame once once hey, to they took five bucks from me today said, yeah well yeah, we've that's a good so plan. we've
2: debunked the zombie apocalypse but yeah. no one will ever convince me that we're not going to have the robot apocalypse
1: that's a little tougher to deal with <laughs> judgment day mm. is around the
3: corner folks get rare earth magnets yeah Wipe their
0: brains <laughs> The only, The only saving grace is that the robots will have been, at first at least, programmed by man and therefore foul yeah. and flawed. That's yeah. when
1: they start programming themselves. We've got to worry.
0: <laughs> Even then, though, they're programming themselves based on programs that we designed. So they will put the, the flaws in, in there, Maybe. too. They'll Maybe be coming at
2: you a kill... Kill Kill And it's then the software right. crashes And they have to reboot So yeah, I have like, a yeah, blue insurance. screen of death yeah, On their face The blue right. screen of death On their face Is like Woohoo I, I win. got my Old Glory
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or they're designed by Apple like, I'm covered
3: yeah. uh, And then
2: they're designed Robots By Apple And nobody buys them Bill
1: your medicine uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best They eat the old people's medicine <laughs> <laughs> They eat old people's <laughs> The greatest thing I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> That's how it Sam Watterson
2: That was so awesome They got him to do that Crack me the fuck up Oh my god and that's
1: it for the Geek Shock Podcast. Geek I Geek am Master Torgo, Doctor Flores, Famous Paul, Eighties Jeff, and we'll talk to you next week. Have fun. Do, go do something geeky. Prepare for the zombie apocalypse, which still might happen, regardless of all these things you just heard. No, prepare for the robot
3: apocalypse. Prepare for any apocalypse. Prepare for Paul invading your home and eating all your ding dong. It could happen. Prepare for apocalypse.
2: Not
0: now. just your hostess ding dongs. No, <laughs> New
3: no.
2: York.
0: The real ding dong. doorbell included everything that goes ding dong